Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 373 for the week of July 21st, 2014. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with the coming week's astrological forecast and regularly feature listener emails, recorded listener consultations, and interviews with other astrologers. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of This Week in Astrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. We have a short show for you this week. We alternate long and short. As always, we'll be starting with the forecast for the next seven days, followed by a preview of the coming week. And then our feature this week is a part one listener chart featuring Gloria who's having this Leo new moon lineup right on her natal stellium of Mercury, Pluto, and Mars. It's a very interesting setup, and I'll be uh, giving you the interpretation of how she can make the best use of this energy, and maybe you can translate that over to help you in your own chart. As you can hear, I'm speaking with my usual uh, smoothness and enthusiasm. I did get my tooth fixed that was impeding me a little bit last week, so happy to be back up to speed for you here on the podcast. So let's get into our forecast. Adorn yourself with spangles and sequins this week. This high-energy week is headlined by the sun entering Leo and a Leo new moon, as well as the Leonine sun conjoining expansive Jupiter. But all is not glitter and spotlights. Intensity and transformation are promulgated by twin T-squares with Uranus and Pluto, Mars entry into Scorpio, and much more. And that much more includes Uranus Turing retrograde, four Mercury aspects, Venus trine, Neptune, Jupiter, sesqua quadrate, Chiron, three aspect patterns, and more. So we're going to get into all that as soon as we briefly recap the most important old things, which include a waning moon and four aspect patterns, including two T-squares, a stellium and a grand trine, and three retrograde planets, including Pluto, Neptune, and Chiron. Now, with that introductory material out of the way, let's move on to our individual days of the week. On Monday, July 21st, we open with a void moon at 10.13 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. That's followed by the moon entering Gemini at 12.36 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. The moon in Gemini is a great time to learn and communicate and be a little childlike and perhaps be a touch mischievous, do a lot of different things. Those are great for Gemini and energies. Also today, our first major event is Uranus stationing retrograde, and it's going to turn direct again on December 21st, going retrograde for about exactly five months. This period can be used to reflect on the Iranian themes of expressing your unique personality, following your intuitive flashes, and using your special gifts to serve the collective. I'd also like to point out that uh, planets are most powerful when they are uh, turning one direction or the other. Since Uranus is stationing in Aries at 16 degrees 30 minutes, that means anything in a cardinal sign in your chart, say between 13 and 20 degrees cardinal, that would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn, is going to feel this Uranus station with special power. And that means its energy of revolution and paradigm shift and shake it up could be quite powerful. So be ready to follow your intuitive flashes on any matters that are reflected by such points in your natal chart. 
We also here on Monday, July 21st, have a Peking T-Square, the skillful integration of domestic stability, sexual mystery, feminine assertiveness, and strategic cunning as possible. Since this Peking T-Square includes Juno, Pallas Athena, and Chiron, it started on July 5th. We talked about it on last week's show, and it ends on July 29th. On Tuesday, July 22nd, we open with Mercury opposing Pluto. Mercury, 12 Cancer. Pluto, 12 Capricorn. When minds collide could be the theme of today's opposition, or at least one of them. But why argue when you can let your mind delve into research, the occult, psychology, and transformation? You can use Mercury's placement in Cancer to soften any challenging truths that need to be shared. Also here on Tuesday the 22nd, the sun enters Leo, and that's actually happening at 5.41 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, The sun in Leo radiates the energies of leadership, performance, and fun. Leonine energy also encompasses relaxing, risk-taking, and connection with children or your inner child. On Wednesday, July 23rd, we open with the moon conjuncting Juno. That's around 4.30 in the morning. Good time to focus on committed relationships and sexuality. We then have a void moon kicking in at 8.53 p.m. on Wednesday. And that's over uh, just about two hours later as the moon enters Cancer at 11 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. The moon in Cancer is in its home sign, a good time to focus on family, home, nurturing, and healing. Also here on Wednesday, July 23rd, we have a peaking T-square, Mercury, Uranus, and Pluto. You can open yourself to new ways of thinking or communicating your revolutionary message as this T-square peaks. It started last week on July 20th. It will wrap up on July 26th with Mercury and Cancer. What changes would serve the highest good in the areas of family, security, and nurturing? On Thursday, July 24th, we have Venus trine Neptune. Venus, 7 Cancer. Neptune, 7 Pisces. Relationships can enjoy an easy, magical flow under this aspect. It's also great for connection with your divine source, merging with the divine in others. And that's not just humans. It's anything around you. It's all God, folks. (laughs) Just masquerading as different things. And it's also great for inspired creativity. You might even gain insight into increasing family harmony with Venus in Cancer. Also today, we have a Moon-Venus conjunction that's kicking in around 1.45 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. A few hours either side of that, you can have more energy for relationships and balance and finance and beauty. Then we have one of our headline events, a Sun-Jupiter conjunction. And that's in Leo, of course, and it's a performer's dream aspect. Both planets right around 2 degrees Leo. Dance into the spotlight and strut your stuff. This conjunction also supports expanded joy and enthusiasm. And we have a lot more today as well. Next up, Mercury square Uranus. Mercury is at 16.5 Cancer, Uranus at 16.5 Aries. And there's another Mercury aspect too, Mercury trine Saturn. Now Mercury is closer to 17 degrees Cancer, Saturn is 17 Scorpio. Some may experience increased mental agitation under a Mercury-Uranus square, but it can be a source of brilliant insight for those who pay attention to their intuitive flashes. Your accelerated mental powers can be stabilized and made productive thanks to that Mercury-Saturn trine. Next up, a Thor's hammer. 
Healing and mentoring receive significant support as this Thor's hammer kicks in today, with energizing Mars and Jupiter focusing their energies on wounded healer Chiron. Don't be surprised if unresolved emotional and psychological issues get triggered. But remember that every triggering is also a healing opportunity. You may find my healing invocation helpful. Just say the seven words to your higher self, maximum healing that serves highest good, please. Relax into passive breath awareness, and you may well feel the healing energy come in and start flushing out whatever does not serve you. Just keep breathing. And there is a link to the healing invocation itself on this week's blog. I have this healing invocation highlighted. This Mars-Jupiter-Chiron-Thor's-Hammer peaks on July 30th, and it ends on August 4th. I will mention as well, I'm now having graphics on the uh, blog. So I've got, gosh, five or six aspect pattern graphics on this week's blog. So if you'd like to see any of these things I'm talking about, just uh, scroll along with the blog as I talk, and you can see pictures of the actual aspect patterns as we go. On Friday, July 25th, we open with Mercury trine Chiron. Mercury, 17 Cancer, Chiron, 17 Pisces. Mentoring and healing communication flow easily under this aspect. Then we have a Moon-Mercury conjunction. That's around 10 a.m., and that's going to augment learning and communicating. Next up, Mars enters Scorpio. That's a sign that Mars rules. Mars is better known for ruling Aries, but it is the ancient ruler of Scorpio, and I use both ancient and modern rulers in my own work. Mars is going to be in Scorpio through September 13th. This makes it easier to initiate or amplify. That's the Mars part. And here's the Scorpio part. Transformation, sacred sexuality, research, occult activities, and shared resources. Next up, a void of course moon kicking off at 10.25 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And that's followed by aspect patterns. We first have a grand trine peaking. Mental health, healing words, and practical mentoring are supported by a harmonious grand trine peaking today. This flowing aspect pattern, made up of Mercury, Saturn, and Chiron, started on July 20th, and it ends on July 29th. Then, the grand trine I just mentioned with Mercury, Saturn, and Chiron gets a makeover as Venus joins the party. She and Mercury both hold down the Cancer corner today through July 29th, and then the winged messenger scoots along, leaving the love goddess to hold down her corner solo through August 7th. This changing of the guard focuses the Grand Trine's healing energies more specifically into interpersonal relationships, creativity, and finances. With Venus and Cancer, all of this can be productively focused into family matters. On Saturday, July 26th, we have Jupiter sesquiquadrate Chiron. A sesquiquadrate, also known as a sesquisquare, is a 135-degree aspect. I sometimes just call it a square and a half. In any event, your desire to give or receive healing or mentoring may take on new urgency under this. Uh, Jupiter is at 2 degrees Leo, and Chiron is at 17 degrees Pisces. This minor hard aspect started warming up on July 14th, and it remains in force through August 6th. So that's how to work with that guy. Again, just receive healing or mentoring or give healing or mentoring, because Jupiter and Chiron do that when they come together. Next up, we have the moon entering Leo. That ends the void I mentioned a moment ago, and this will be at 10.55 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time here on Saturday. 
Then the Moon and Jupiter come together, and that will be at 3.33 p.m. Love those triple threes. And uh, that will be a lovely time of feeling more expansive, joyous, um, full of opportunity. You also can, of course, um, mark your interest in the things that Jupiter represents, such as religion and meaning of life and things that are foreign and such things. Then we have a new moon, the headline event of the week. And this is a Leo new moon. It's going to happen exactly at 6.42 p.m. And both the sun and moon are going to be in Leo at 3 degrees, 51 minutes. So what new beginnings would it help you to make in the areas of leadership, strutting your stuff, playfulness, risk-taking, and relaxation? This lunation's energetic aspects cheerlead expansion and celebration, a tight Jupiter conjunction, and sexuality, a tight Mars square. Healing, a tight Chiron sesquiquadrate, and selfless service, a Vesta square, also receive significant support. This new mood Sabian symbol is, a man, formally dressed, stands near trophies he brought back from a hunting expedition. While many people now consider hunting for sport repellent and barbaric, most people had no problem with it when the Sabian symbols were channeled back in 1925. This image can now inspire us to ask, what means have you used to gain that which you prize? What does your conscience say about whether those means justify the ends? And then we have another aspect pattern. How much nurturing are you receiving in your relationships, especially with your family members? Revolutionary transformation in how you relate and with whom is supported by Cancerian Venus in a T-square with Uranus and Pluto. Paradigm shifts in your creativity and finances are also supported by this aspect pattern, which peaks on July 30th and ends on August 3rd. On Sunday, July 27th, we only have a void moon to report at 8.38 p.m., and that will end on Monday, July 28th, as the moon enters Virgo at 11.37 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. That ends the forecast for these seven days. Looking ahead to next week's show for the week of July 28th, we will feature Mars square Jupiter as well as Mars sesquiquadrate Chiron. We'll have four Venus aspects. She's lining up with Pluto, Uranus, Saturn, and Chiron, including a T-square. We're going to have a Sun-Neptune quincunx Vesta entering Scorpio. Three Mercury events. It's going to enter Leo, conjoin Jupiter, and square Mars. We're going to have a Sun-Pluto quincunx and three peaking aspect patterns, a T-square, a Thor's hammer, and a grand trine, all of which we just introduced in this week's show, and we'll talk about them peaking next week. So, wow, we're going to have a lot to talk about. I certainly hope you'll join me so I can help you understand the best use of these astrological energies in your life. You can hear my weekly forecast every week on This Week in Astrology. But would you also like to get a free, concise version in writing? How about having it pop into your inbox every week? How about occasional bonus articles on astrology, healing, spiritual awakening, and more? That's what you'll get with AstroShaman's free weekly email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form near the top of the sidebar. And if you like to calculate your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? AstroShaman is an authorized dealer for Solar Fire Gold, which can also run on your Mac. To learn more or place your order, visit astroshaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar 
and choose Solar Fire Software from the drop-down menu. A free weekly forecast newsletter and the best available price on Solar Fire Gold. Two great reasons to visit astroshaman.com right now. Here's a brief announcement section. Information on everything that follows is on the homepage of astroshaman.com. Scroll down just a tiny bit to the What's New section. August 1st through 4th, Kimberly and I will be at the Levolution Gathering. That's near Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, for a wonderful weekend of high vibration activities, we'll be leading the shamanic awakening process, and there will be lots of other cool people doing wonderful things. Uh, also on August 16 and 17, I'm part of two unique forms of shamanism as part of Soul Journeys events near Asheville. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. Uh, on Saturday, August 16th, I'll facilitate the two-hour event, Shamanic Astrology, Planetary Invocation for Harmonious Living. And on August 17th, Kimberly and I will do another Shamanic Awakening Ceremony. Full information on that, as I said, is on the website. I'm doing weekly YouTube video forecasts with chart graphics. Chart graphics are also on the blogs. Uh, my Shamanic Awakening Meetup with Kimberly is every Tuesday from 7.15 to 9 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. You're welcome to join us by phone if you can't make it in person. And that is all the announcements. Our Part 1 listener chart features Gloria. This is the Gloria born on July 14, 1940, 7.30 p.m. in Oakland, California. Uh, Gloria's chart was an easy pick. I was wanting something that was... Uh, under the new moon in Leo, uh, and of course Jupiter's conjunct all that as well. And that was happening right around four degrees Leo, and Gloria has natal Pluto, Mercury, and Mars very close to that point in Leo. Her Pluto is at two degrees Leo, Mercury's basically at four, and Mars is basically at seven. And they have a lot of interesting rulerships among them. So let's just look at what the potential ways that Gloria could use this information. And as I often do, I'm going to be speaking sometimes to Gloria and sometimes to you, the listener, who is not Gloria. So as I've mentioned, this is a strong new moon with many aspects. Uh, for our purposes, I'm going to be focusing into the most obvious um, aspects, which is the sun and moon and Jupiter, which are conjunct the uh, points in Leo. So let's first understand, Gloria, what these points mean for you. Um, of course, on their naked meanings, Mercury is communicating and learning. Mars is action and sexuality and leadership and being a good warrior. And Pluto is being transformation. And um, for you to have a natal Mercury-Pluto conjunction indicates you might have a tendency to speak frankly and honestly and um, very dramatically with it all in Leo. So uh, uh, as a caution here, don't... Uh, don't bludgeon people with your words, with Mars also conjunct Mercury, Mercury basically being the filling in a Mars-Pluto sandwich. Um, your words could be extremely powerful weapons. So uh, my guess is you may have learned by now how to moderate your language so that your message is still powerful and transformative, but not uh, confrontational, uh, perhaps as much as it might have been earlier in your life. So this new moon on uh, Mercury, Jupiter, I'm sorry, on Mercury, Mars, Pluto, with Jupiter right there with them, is a powerful expansion of your ability to communicate in a very powerful and transformative way. That's a base-level interpretation. Uh, now, of course, this could be getting out into the world. Uh, it so happens also that both of your midheaven rulers are in this little stellium. Uh, you have a Scorpio midheaven Gloria, 
and that means Mars is the ancient ruler and Pluto is the modern ruler. So this new moon could very powerfully be impacting your work out in the world. Um, now, of course, um, you're old enough, I don't know whether you are still gainfully employed or if you're just doing what you want out in the world now. Either way, it's a uh, very powerful message. Uh, if you are in a paid career, you could be taking some powerful new steps there. If you are just doing what you want to do for not pay, uh, from, as on a volunteer basis, then you could still step out and power, very powerfully step out as the transformer or the educator or the communicator in some way, whether it's you talking or writing or whatever way you're choosing to communicate. Of course, Jupiter being part of this new moon setup uh, is a powerful amplifier of all this. It's worth noting, too, since the midheaven is so powerfully indicated by the rulers, that you simultaneously, Gloria, are having Saturn conjunct your midheaven at the very same moment. I mean, it's really close. Uh, not precise, but um, your midheaven is 15 degrees, 32 minutes Scorpio, and uh, transiting Saturn on the date of the new moon here is at 16 degrees 40. So uh, here's Saturn. Whenever it hits the 10th house, it's saying, okay, now you can reap the rewards of all the effort you've put into your work out in the world. And so this time of reaping the rewards is very powerfully indicated for you by Saturn on the Midheaven. Again, that's not part of the new moon per se, but it is so obviously tied in by theme. I couldn't help but mention it. I'll mention, too, all three of these planets, Gloria, are in your seventh house, the house of relating with others. So it could be that this powerful messaging you're giving is more on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Or perhaps if you're doing some kind of professional work with clients, that your clients could be the beneficiary of this powerful message that you're here to give out. Um, there's another uh, theme that gets uh, emphasized too. Mercury in the seventh house is present, and Mars in the seventh is the ruler of your third house. You've got Aries on the cusp down there. So not only is Mercury the planet of communication involved here, but by rulership, your third house of communication and learning is brought in as well. So that reiterates the whole message about getting the message out in a very interesting way. So um, other new beginnings could be uh, with Mars. Uh, again, any kind of new beginning, any kind of expansion or beginning in the sexual realm. Um, if there's a worthy cause you want to go fight for, it would be a good time to do that. And all this, of course, would tend to be very public since Leo loves the spotlight and being seen for what it's doing. And, and these are hardly subtle planets, Mars, Mercury, and Pluto, that are involved. So, Gloria, as always, I can't give you a concrete prediction of exactly how you're going to play these out. You do have free will, or at least the illusion thereof. So, um, hopefully this uh, little setup on how these planets are being impacted under this new moon uh, will be of some help. Again, I, I do realize there are other aspecting planets involved but so as not to overcomplicate the interpretation, I'm going to just leave it at that. So, Gloria, thank you so much for sending in your chart data. You remain eligible to win a free consultation with me each time the seasons change, as does anyone who chooses to send me their data. If you've already sent it, then it's still in the pile. And if you have not, then you're welcome to send me your date, time, and city of birth to info at astroshaman.com, and I'll put it in the pile, and you'll have a chance to be drawn for these Part 1 charts as well as a free session privately. So, Gloria, thanks once again for uh, sending me your chart. I appreciated being able to use it. 
I offer three main services at Astro Shaman, Astrology, Shamanic Healing, and Awakening Activation. All are equally effective in person or long distance. Choose one or combine two or more services during your session. Astrology offers insights into soul purpose, career, relationships, spirituality, timing, relocation, and much more. In Awakening Activation Sessions, I help you immerse into your own awakened state using simple, powerful invocations, then teach you how to refresh it on your own. Shamanic healing can reduce or eliminate physical, emotional, or mental issues, and usually results in significantly enhanced divine consciousness. I also offer electional astrology to help you pick the perfect date and time for any important event. And be sure to check out my free services page, where you can load up on free forecasts, podcasts, invocations, and music. Sliding scale payment is available by request. You can get a 20% discount during your birthday month, and gift certificates are always available. I work with clients all around the world by phone and Skype. You get a free digital recording of your session, and I accept PayPal and all major credit cards. Finally, my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. For more information or to set an appointment, visit astroshaman.com, email info at astroshaman.com, or call 828-338-9852. I love my work, and I look forward to helping you. We're wrapping up another show. If you enjoy This Week in Astrology, please tell a friend or post or tweet about us or donate to support us at thisweekinastrology.com. You can link to our Facebook page and Twitter feed where I post daily forecasts from thisweekinastrology.com and astroshaman.com. You can listen to This Week in Astrology on your smartphone or tablet at stitcher.com. And if you're an iTunes listener, please do subscribe to us through iTunes and help us keep our standing as the number one astrology podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2014 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although enthusiastic sharing is encouraged. You can access our free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. This also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every time the seasons change. I welcome your personal questions for my live listener consultation segments. I also welcome your general astrology questions and feedback. Just email info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's this week's index. Our overview begins at 1 minute 36 seconds, Monday 2.34, Tuesday 4.20, Wednesday 5.10, Thursday 6.08, Friday 9.09, Saturday 11, Sunday 14.01, next week 14.20, announcements 16.07, and our part one listener chart is at 17.22. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.